Why, hello there. It's Stephen Mulhern here in for Graham Norton. Thank you so much for listening to this Virgin Radio podcast with Waitrose. It's been a very busy weekend. Songwriter Katie Melua was on speaking to us about her new album, Acoustic Album Number 8, and TV legend Rachel Riley chats to us about her new book at Sixes and Sevens. We also have a spin on our Waitrose Wheelie Merry Christmas competition, and you loved it last time, so we brought it back. Mothering Sunday, where I dropped my mum a call to see what she was up to. Now... Here she is. Katie Malinois. Yes, Hello. I am Stephen. How are you doing? I'm very good. More importantly, how are you? Yeah, great. Thank you. Thanks for having me. Do you know something? I was saying earlier on in the show, I don't know whether we've met because we did CITV presenting, right, about 20 years ago. And I know you did a couple of the shows like Mad for it, but have we actually met face to face? I don't think we have, Stephen. Surely we'd remember. What a loss. now more importantly tell us about your new album go for it it's an acoustic record and it's these songs are reimagined um from the album i released last year called album number eight it's my eighth studio album and i'm so proud of these songs and i'm just just delighted that my team my management my record company they really believe in these songs and we wanted to present it in a in almost like an intimate concert type way. But what was the, what was the reason for you to, to redo it? Because actually the parent album, album number eight, we did it with an orchestra, we did it with an amazing band. And um, it got released during the pandemic last year and I didn't get a chance to tour at all. So it kind of, you know, suddenly the months went by and it was actually the lightest promo period I've ever had. And so this year we thought, well, how do we just bring the songs back Right. They're very personal, and um, my brother lives very close to me. He's a he's a brilliant musician, so he actually helped me record it. Oh, and so nice. we did it essentially just at his studio. So they're they're basically home recordings, um, and yeah, I'm super proud of it. Now you you did say that it's not a divorce record. What does that mean? Oh well, because I uh, one of the things that happened in my life in the last few years was I separated from my ex husband James. Um, you know, I mean, obviously it's really tough and, and very emotional, but it was very amicable also. Right. And, um, you know, with songs, you do have to think about what's going on in your life. You know, it's a very emotional, personal art form. And so you kind of have to not be scared to face those things in songwriting. Well, listen, there's nobody, nobody better for me to ask is what is the secret to writing a great song? Is there a secret? Uh, Well, of course, there isn't one secret. And also, I actually think it's a different secret on every single song. So you kind of have to start afresh every time. I'm so glad you asked me that, actually, because I have actually just started a podcast with my very good friend, Polly Scattergood, who's a phenomenal record maker, too. And so we invite um, guests from the music industry, artists, to talk about exactly that, what, what you need to do to write a great song and make a beautiful record. Your voice is amazing, by the way. I know everybody must say that to you, but it's it's, it's just beautiful. Thank you so much. Yeah. I mean, I, I love songs. You know what? I never really think about uh, my voice. I just think about, like, the majesty that a great song is and, and also how a lyric tries to tell a story, you know, that, that emotional story. See, I get I'm, that. 
I get that from from listening to you so much. I, I, I totally get it, and it works an absolute treat. Hence why you're, hence why you are who you are. Now here's the thing, right? We've been talking on the show about regrets, things that uh, maybe you 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 shouldn't have done, or things that you you took a risk at, and it's worked out for the better. Anything spring to mind for you? Actually, something from this year. Oh, um, God. Obviously, God. no one, no one, had, you know, we haven't been touring, right? Uh, the industry is, is, has been stopped, but it's coming back. And at the end of the summer, I had some shows, um, a few in Germany, and I was so looking forward to it. But I was also in Cornwall this summer, and I have always wanted to try to learn to surf. You know, I'm like now a 37-year-old woman, so like how on earth does right. a 37-year-old woman learn to surf, right? <laughs> but I, I went for it. And I remember thinking, oh, my God, like, what if this is a total disaster? I mean, the waves weren't massive, but as you can imagine, it was cold. And I went into the ocean, got on my surfboard and just went for it. And I did manage to stand up quite a few times. So <laughs> I love the fact you managed been... to stand up. <laughs> I did. Well, you know, like that's a big thing in surfing. <laughs> Listen, it is lovely to talk to you. It's lovely to chat. Thank you so much, Katie. Have a lovely day. Thanks, Stephen. See ya. Stephen Mulhern on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's a Waitrose Christmas. Virgin Radio. Now, we're talking about Christmas quirks. Uh, this because we saw in the headlines yesterday in the papers, this lady um, who decorates her entire house uh, with Christmas wrapping paper. Um, Mick, our producer, only eats mince pies during uh, the uh, month of December. Polly, who works on the show as well, her friend, has got 14 Christmas jumpers that they alternate all throughout December. Then they put them back in the loft. And we're going to phone my mum now because I'm going to hand this over to you. And I want you to tell me if this is normal. Uh, fingers crossed it will ring. There we go. Started her up. Hang on a second. I always get nervous at this point. <laughs> she better answer. Hello. Mum. You all right, Mum? It's Stephen. Sorry, sorry, darling. Who's that? Who's it's your son. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're all right, sweetheart. Yeah, you're okay. You're right. Yeah. Lovely, my darling. Yeah, lovely. Good stuff. Really Listen, Mum. Just a quick one. Um, uh, I just told all of our listeners right about Christmas quirks and things that people do at Christmas. Just okay. tell everybody what you buy me, Vince, Chris, my brothers, and uh, Susie, our sister. Oh, a lot, a lot of stuff, Steve. But what would you say is the one thing that you get all of us the exact same thing? You give it to all of us every year. Oh, let me think now. Well, every year I always buy you VHS tapes. I know you all like them. <laughs> yeah. So this, this, this is... You know, I more or less get you five each because yeah. I do know you like them, sweetheart. But, yeah, every year, right? But, Mum, I don't want to worry you, but you do know that VHS tapes went out of date possibly 15 years ago. No. Yes. Oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> they, they, make good, uh, they make good wedges for the doors. Oh, no. <laughs> And by the way, Mum, uh, I should have said this at the start, you are live on the radio. Oh, no. <laughs> Mum, I'll speak to you after the show. Love you. Oh, love you, darling. Love you. Love speak you to you later. Up. Bye, lovely. Bye. Bye. Right, there you go. So, it's the oddest thing. Why would you buy us five VHS tapes every year? DVDs aren't really in fashion anymore. DVDs! Honestly, my brothers, my sister, and we've never had the heart to say, Mum, you must stop. But at least I've done it gently, live, 
on Virgin Radio. There's still a lot more to come. We find out what the two contestants on the Waitrose Wheelie Merry Christmas competition win. Could they be walking away with all of their shopping paid for in December? You'll find out soon. And TV superstar Rachel Riley gives us an insight into her notebook at sixes and sevens. But first, let's see what Martha's up to in the kitchen. How you doing, Martha? Hello, I'm very well, thanks. How are you? Uh, very good. It's lovely to be back. When you entered into the studio, the waft of what you made <laughs> is an absolute treat. What is that that stands before me? <laughs> Something nice and Christmassy today. Yeah. We're almost in December. I feel like it's appropriate. So today I've got a vegetarian centrepiece. So what you'd have kind of instead of your turkey, maybe, if you are a vegetarian, it is a chestnut and mushroom wellington. It smells so good. Mm, it's massive. It probably would serve about... 12 people. <laughs> yeah, how hard is that to make? Because it looks, even the stars look Christmassy <laughs> on top of it. You'll see a picture, we'll put it on our Instagram, don't worry about that. <laughs> so how hard is that? So I got a bit creative with the decoration, found the Christmas cutters, so got those out. <laughs> um, it's actually not that tricky to make. I feel like on Christmas Day, particularly, you want something which is easy to rustle up, particularly if this is going alongside your main kind of meat dish, if you're doing both. <laughs> yeah. You need something that's easy. There's loads of parts of this that you can make in advance. You can put the whole thing in the freezer and just bake it from frozen on the day oh, it's got nice, loads good. of little little tips and tricks to make it really accessible right now i don't know about you okay um but when you see um chefs on the tv and people go oh let me have a little taste i'm always like hang on a second not everything can taste amazing <laughs> what martha collison our very own show chef has done today is incredible martha listen please reveal all to everybody oh that is very kind um it is a really nice alternative christmas centerpiece i think yeah. often you think all oh, the vegetarian options not going to be quite as nice but this has got so much flavor in it it's got all sorts of delicious ingredients so you were saying you could taste goat's cheese and that is because there is indeed a lovely it's called moody's rosary goat's cheese and it's covered in ash um so it has all these little layers of flavor that add a little bit of bitterness a little bit of saltiness um so how you make this is i find this kind of thing quite magical because you start with like a whole table full of ingredients because everything in this seems to shrink so spinach you take two huge bags and they become one tiny ball. Yeah. <laughs> you take two massive packs of mushrooms and they become a tiny little <laughs> thing. It's true, isn't it? <laughs> so you'll look at the ingredients and think that is that is not going to all fit in this Wellington, but I promise you it does. So you want to start with your mushrooms. So we're going to kind of sweat some leeks. Then we're going to add to that some thyme, some garlic, some butter, some mushrooms. Get it all nice. Get as much moisture out as we can. When you're making something wrapped in pastry, anything wet inside is going to make it soggy. Going to get that soggy bottom. Right. Which okay. nobody wants. Yeah. <laughs> So you want to get all the moisture out. You're going to cook some spinach and then squeeze all the moisture out of that as well. Crumble in some chestnuts. So you can buy them in a little vacuum pack so they're already roasted and ready to just crumble straight in. That all gets mixed together and then chilled. So everything needs to be really cold when you're working with pastry. Otherwise, it will melt into a big kind of <laughs> delicious but messy looking tray. <laughs> so that goes into the fridge. Then you're going to roll out your pastry, cut some little shapes out of some of the offcuts, get it back out of the fridge, mix in your goat's cheese and spinach to this lovely mushroom mixture, make it into a log. And then we're going to wrap that in the pastry, brush it with egg wash to make it nice and glossy and golden. Stick on your shapes. I've done stars, but you could do little leaves or you could do anything Christmassy, really. And then it bakes for half an hour. Half an hour as well. That's a I massive know. bonus, isn't it? Yeah. Listen, here's the deal, right? We just videoed me. Look, you know what I'm like with food and my <laughs> palate. You know I can't I fib with this sort of stuff. You'll see the video at Virgin Radio UK. Uh, go to our Instagram page. Honestly, and also, not only does it taste amazing, it doesn't feel that you're being naughty either. 
Yeah, no, it is quite like you know if I mean? you were having that and then you were having roast potatoes, Yorkshire pudding, all your veggies, all your stuffing on the side, you wouldn't feel too bad, would you? No, exactly. <laughs> Listen, Martha, you've done it again. Cannot wait. To, I'm going to finish that. Trust Aww. me. Now, will you stick around and will you spin our wheel in oh a my moment? Goodness, absolutely. For our competition. <laughs> yes, it's the really Merry Christmas competition. Will you be getting all of your shopping paid for during December? We'll find out in just a minute. Thanks, Martha. Stephen Mulhern on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's a Waitrose Christmas. Virgin Radio. Now, after the show yesterday, you went for a lovely dinner, didn't you? Lovely I did. Lunch. I went out for lunch with some of the other bakers from my series of Bake Off way back when. It was lovely, I yeah. I bet. How, how long <laughs> since you've seen them? Uh, almost three years, some of them. Wow. Such a long time, yeah. Wow, but a good time? Yes, yeah, such a good time. Great. We're going to have a good time right now because I'm actually... We're going to do a Martha Mulhern mashup. That's what we're doing live on the show. So tell us what we're up to today. So today, this is a first. I'll let you know that. Yes. For months and months. We've not done any live cooking in the studio. But today, we're going to be making a Christmas pudding. Great. Here and now. Now, Stir Up Sunday technically was actually last Sunday. But fear not, if you're listening and you think I've not done it yet, you've still got plenty of time. When you say Stir Up Sunday, what do you mean? So it's a tradition where people make... The Christmas pudding on something like, oh, I'm going to get this wrong, something like the third Sunday in November. But okay. I think we're on the fourth Sunday in November. It gives it just amount, just about the right amount of time to mature and get all those flavours. But a week late won't make, you'll be fine. Now it's all making <laughs> sense because we're going we're gonna to make it today. Yes, we are. Then you're going to bake it and oh, then Graham's going to get to try it in a few weeks. He is, so Graham's going to oh. have this for Christmas in a couple of weeks' time. But, you know, we'll have to put some little bits of magic in there. Some people hide a little coin or something, so maybe... Oh, I like something. We'll see what we can find. <laughs> about that. Uh, so what ingredients do we have on your trolley? So it's a very traditional Christmas pudding. This is a Waitrose kind of reader's favourite recipe that they make years on years. So we've going to start with our dried fruit. I've got a mixture of currants, raisins, a bit of kind of candied peel. And this has been soaking in brandy overnight. Great. Which, you know, gives it loads of flavour. And you can buy it ready soaked in brandy. If you're thinking, I'm not running out of time, pop to Waitrose, get it ready soaked in the packet and you'll be good to go. So we've got that. We've got some breadcrumbs, some dark muscovado sugar, some brandy, more brandy. It's got to have brandy. <laughs> Vegetable suet. This has got an unusual ingredient that you won't bake with most of the year, but it's perfect for Christmas puddings because it releases that fat nice and slowly. It lasts for three weeks, which is what you need. Right. So that goes in. We've got some flour, some eggs, an apple and some mixed spice. Do you know something? We are going to get mixing right now and then uh, we'll tell you a bit more and how you can get all the ingredients. Right, what's going in first, Martha? We're going to start off with the fruit. Let's whack it in. <laughs> Come on, I'll do the mixing. Right, all the ingredients are in. It smells amazing, Martha. And I've just thought, how about this? The Martha and Mulhern range at Waitrose. I'm into that. <laughs> <laughs> now, it does, it does smell great. Now, how can everybody find out how to make their very own Christmas pudding? So you can find the recipe on the Virgin Radio Instagram. There'll be a little link in there for the, to the Waitrose website. Um, I, what I'm going to do with this now is we've mixed it all up and it's lovely and smooth. I'm going to put it into my pudding basin and then it has its initial steam. It's like it goes for the spa, but it goes for a steam for about four hours. <laughs> wow. So this is just Sunday afternoon sorted, everyone. Four hours. Right. If you've got a steam oven, whack it in there. If not, get a big, big pan of boiling water, put it in there and some string that does it the initial cook and then you want to put it somewhere cool and dry in the back of a cupboard somewhere don't forget about it though yeah, <laughs> leave it for three or four weeks until christmas and just feed it a little bit of brandy every week or so do you see what i mean we've done all the hard work and then graham gets to eat it 
It's a bit outrageous, to be honest. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so listen, go to at Virgin Radio UK and you can find out all the ingredients that you need, how to make it, all of Martha's expertise, and it's going to be absolutely brilliant and delicious for your Christmas pudding at your Christmas dinner. Mm. Now, Martha, thank you as always. You're very welcome. An absolute treat. You go and get yourself... <laughs> get steaming. steaming. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't sound right, does it? Martha, you go and get yourself steaming on a Sunday afternoon. Uh, Martha, see you very soon. See you later. Stephen Mohan on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's a Waitrose Christmas. Virgin Radio. Right, let's get back to the phone and fingers crossed this is going to work. Rachel, are you there? I'm here. How are you? Rachel Riley is here, Every Now, did you purposely not talk to me so you've got another plug for your book? <laughs> I, I, I lost connection. I panicked and I had to go down. I'm now hiding in my daughter's bedroom, hoping oh. that she doesn't come in. OK, well, listen, um, last time I saw you, you were on, um, you were on Catrice. Yeah, yeah, I absolutely... Balls up the final round. I'm still not over that. Still it's, not over it's it. when you get to the super catch rate, it catches people out and it's that little ticking oh. noise, isn't it? But listen, I don't know what it was, but it went. <laughs> but we're not here to talk about catchphrase. No, no, no. We're here to work your book. So at sixes and sevens. Now, I did say uh, just a moment ago, my brother could have done with this. In fact, both my brothers, when they were homeschooling their kids. So just yes. explain what it's about and how it came about. Well, that was kind of my inspiration for writing it. So it's a maths book for adults, but it's kind of fun and help, hopefully really helpful and taking you by the hand. So for people that are a bit not confident with numbers, um, it, it, it's for them, really. It goes from everything from the basics up to GCSE level. And it was inspired by people sending me questions from their kids' homework when they were trying to help them with the schoolwork. They were wow. trying to do it but couldn't remember or, or couldn't quite work out how to do stuff because the methods have changed or because they had a bad teacher or they did, they got switched off when they were younger. Um, so it's about re-going over that kind of stuff and, and building number confidence and, and making everybody a good mathematician. It is amazing, though, isn't it, just how easy you just forget stuff that you're taught. Yeah, and I think a lot of it, you know, I kind of I drill it in the books. A lot of people say, I don't remember how to do that. But if you're taught properly, if you if you know how numbers work and why these things come about, then you don't have to remember anything because you have that understanding. Yeah. So I'm kind of trying to make people, you know, numerate from a really fundamental level because you know what once you know why things work, it doesn't matter what theory or, or what formula or, or what method a teacher throws at you, you can kind of unpick it and work out where it comes from and understand it. And once you understand it, it will stay with you. And there are obviously loads of benefits for being you know, more numerate from, from better job outcomes to better health outcomes yeah. and, and mental health. There's loads of stuff connected when you look at the stats of it. It's quite interesting. Well, I've got my copy in hand at sixes and sevens. It's out now. It is. It's Absolutely. perfect for Christmas, obviously. There you go. A lovely little stocking filler. Yes, it is. <laughs> a lovely little stocking By the way, I don't, if, I don't know if you know this, but there is a huge, huge picture of you downstairs at the Virgin is Radio that? HQ. It's massive. It's like a poster. As I was Why? walking into that, I was My like... My mum been in or something? <laughs> I don't know. But listen, it's a lovely picture. That's all good. I didn't know, um, and tell me if this is correct, was Countdown the first show ever to broadcast on Channel 4? Yep. 1982, it'll be our 40th birthday next year. 40? That is amazing. Yeah. And it's never, it's never going to stop. What's it like having a job Hope that you not. can have for the rest of your life? <laughs> well, I hope so. I mean, we love it. Um, I mean, it, it's brilliant because I'm a maths geek, so I used to watch it after school when I was, you know, God knows, seven years old or something with my little brother. Um, so to be working on it now and to be able to do sums for a living is just brilliant. It's my dream, really. Did you always want to do it, now you've said that, about watching it? Did you always want to be that well, person? I, 
Never. I mean, it was always Carol Vaudman for 26 years. You yeah. know, before I was born, she started doing countdowns. So it wasn't a job. It was just, you know, someone once asked me when I was doing a maths degree, oh, do you want to be Carol Vaudman? And I thought, well, what an idiot. <laughs> what kind of question is that? And I've ended up doing the job 13 years now. Wow, 13. That's incredible. Here's, here's a, something I've always wanted to ask you, right? When And it doesn't happen a lot, but when you don't get the numbers right, and it doesn't happen yeah. often, how annoyed do you get with yourself? <laughs> Come I used on. to be I used to be worse. I used to be really annoyed. Um, but now I mean it's that's part of the program. We don't cheat, we don't use computers, and that's the joy of it. You know, I when I was, you know, a young kid watching it, you want to beat Carol Alderman. Yeah. And now people want to beat me. Yeah. Um so when they do, you know, good for them. But I, I wouldn't let anyone ever tell me the answer. Someone's tried to do it once and I, you know, had them instantly taken out of the room and what, know did they try and tell you in your ear or something? Had them. Uh, one person tried to tell me in, in my ear and they got some some specific language repeat, repeat back. Wow, um, the feisty you know, Rachel Riley. I just, I, this is my thing. I just love getting the answer right. And that's the, that's the buzz. That's what I love about maths. It's yeah. like using your brain and then finally cracking it and getting the solution. So, you know, I used to take them home with me and do it on the train after work if I miss some. Um, and now I've got babies and I don't have time, but I wouldn't ever still let anyone tell me the answer. Well, here's the reality. If you want to be as good as Rachel, you know what to do. Get her book at sixes and sevens for Christmas. There's the answer. Now, uh, Rachel, before you go, we've been talking about embarrassing stories. Anything spring to yeah. mind for you? My most embarrassing moment, I'll just give you the headline, was headbutting my husband, Pasha, in front of Stephen Hawking. Ah! OK. <laughs> Put it on video. Would you like more information? Is this for real? It was for real. It was. Um, it gets, gets better. It was at Jimmy Carr's house. Right. Um, and we went round for a curry. He was having a curry with Stephen Hawking, having been to a show. And um, I was on Strictly at the time, dancing with my husband Pasha. Yeah. Um, and he, they requested because Stephen and his friends and family were big Strictly fans, so they requested a sneak preview of the the routine that I'd only been doing for two days. And um, I, I went down, I, I, went my, I bent my back all the way down as, as per the routine, spring back up as per the routine. As not per the routine, I accidentally followed through and headbutted Pasha um, <laughs> during it. And that's, that's that, really. Oh, boy, oh, boy. Well, listen, Rachel, thank you so much for your time today. Have a lovely weekend. And uh, remember, the book, give it one more quick plug. Go, go for it. It's called At Sixes and Sevens, and it's got math examples from the world of cocktails to football to cats to all sorts of stuff to make it fun for adults. Beautiful stuff. Rachel, see you later. All the best. Thanks for having me. Stephen Mulhern on The Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's a Waitrose Christmas. Virgin Radio. Right, let's play the Waitrose Wheelie Merry Christmas competition, starting off with Saturday. This music makes me happy as well. I love it. Right. There's some amazing prizes up for grabs. We have the wheel and Martha is here. Martha's dancing along. Oh, you can't not dance this tune. I know. So, Martha, look, there's ten prizes on the wheel. On the Waitrose wheel. That's what I'm going to name it. Um, so can you tell us a few of them, please? Oh, of course. So you could win yourself a fig, honey and walnut Christmas pudding. You could win some truffle-flavoured smoked salmon, all the way up to a Waitrose hamper, or all your food in December paid for. See, that's an incredible <gasps> prize. That's the one. But there's also one there, isn't there, where it says you can win everything on the wheel. <gasps> everything! I mean, everything. Uh, that would wow. be that'd be cracking, wouldn't it? <laughs> oh, that would be the one. <laughs> right, this is exciting. Let's see who has got through first. Uh, let's go to... Kate in Reading. Good morning, Kate. Good morning. Kate, how you doing? 
Yeah, I'm good, thank you. How are you? Yeah, really good. Thank you for asking. Kate, this is very exciting, isn't it? You've got through. You're now live on Virgin Radio and your chance to win one of these amazing 10 Waitrose prizes. How are you feeling? Yeah, I'm nervous, but really excited. Okay, well, listen, I've had a little look at the uh, questions. If you don't get this right, Kate, I'm going to scream. Here it is. Okay, good luck. Before you get a chance on the wheel... Answer me this question. Which of Santa's reindeer has a very shiny nose? Rudolph. Cross it, Rudolph! There you go, Kate. We're cracking now. So, you've done the hard work. You shouldn't be feeling nervous now. You feeling okay now? Yeah, I'm feeling okay now. (laughs) Beautiful stuff. Okay, so Martha is going to do her thing. She's going to spin that wheel. She's going to try and get you a good one. I cannot wait to see what you get. Good luck, Martha. Are we ready? We are ready. Good luck, Kate. Thank you. Here we go. The wheel is off. But where is it going to stop? Come on, Kate. Let's have a goodie. Go. Oh, it is the hazelnut torta de festa, which features in the Waitrose advert. There you go. We're going to send you that. And I'm, listen, I don't want to make you feel gutted, Kate. But it was just next door to all your food in December. <laughs> oh, pay I thought for. you were going to have it, Kate. I'm sorry. Oh, no. But listen, Kate, it does, you've got a lovely prize anyway. Yeah, thank you. Listen, enjoy your day. Thank you. All the best. See you later, Kate. Bye. Let's play Sunday's edition now. And will it be a big prize? It's our Wheelie Merry Christmas competition. There are 10 Waitrose prizes on the wheel up for grabs and one lucky person could be winning it. You could win maybe a bronze feathered free range turkey if you land on that gap. Uh, There's a Waitrose hamper. There's uh, all your food paid for in December. There's even a segment on the wheel where you can win the lot. Now, Martha is on standby. I'm ready. She is ready. (laughs) I don't know who's more nervous. Is it going to be the call at old Martha if she gets to spin the wheel today? Right, let's see who we've randomly selected, I can tell you now. This person is in Northamptonshire and her name is Debbie. Good morning, Debbie. Good morning, Stephen. Good morning. I'm definitely more nervous. Oh, really? <laughs> oh, Debbie, listen, is there anything I can do to calm your nerves? Um... Well, a gin and tonic would probably do it. <laughs> <laughs> I'll pop one round. Don't you worry about that. So, so listen, this is very, very exciting now. We're going to give you a question. If you get the question correct, fingers crossed you do, Debbie, then we'll get to spin that wheel. Right, here is the all-important question for you. Father Christmas is also known as Saint Who? Nicholas. Of course it is! <laughs> Nice one, Debbie. Right, that is the hard work done. Now we get down to the really fun bit. Now, this is your choice. Let's mix this up, right? Mm-hmm. Um, now, either you could have Martha spinning the wheel, you could have me spinning the wheel, or we could join forces and spin it together for you. What do you want to do? Oh, I think you definitely need to join forces. We're going to join and forces. Come on, Martha. That'll give us some good right. luck. I'm going to head away from the mic to give it a spin. Hold tight. Come on, Martha. Go for it. Right. It's a big spin. Where is it going to go? Come on, Debbie. Come on, Debbie. Come on, Debbie. Come on. Debbie. 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 Yeah? You are not going to believe this. You have won all your food paid for in December. If you could see all the team uh, that I can see out the windows, they are all over the moon for you as well. Honestly, 
big smiles. Debbie, that is an incredible <laughs> prize, isn't it? Oh, that's just simply amazing. Thank you so much. Wow, wait, I know. I don't think there's any person in the country who wouldn't want all of their food paid for in December. You have been amazing, Debbie. Enjoy that gin and tonic, raise a toaster and have a good celebration. I will raise several. Thank you very much. Well, I tell you what, that was a fun weekend. And congratulations again to Debbie in Northamptonshire. She won all of her shopping paid for courtesy of Waitrose in December. She was over the moon and rightly so. Listen, thanks so much for joining me on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. Graham is back next week. And hey, make sure that you subscribe to this podcast so you can hear a new episode of the best of bits from the show from Monday morning. And I'll see you soon. Stephen Mulhern on the Graham Norton Radio Show with Waitrose. You can taste when it's a Waitrose Christmas. Virgin Radio.